Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to the Care Home Podcast. That's my new theme music. I'm Brian Murray. I'm your host this week. Thank you to everyone who who listened over the last week and some good reviews and positive feedback. So here we are for another one. This week I've had two questions emailed and we'll just discuss them as we go along. The first one, I got an email from Nancy and she's asked... Do you think more needs to be done to support people during transition to a care home, whether from own home or hospital? Nancy is a nurse, but has personal experience as her mum went into a care home. So firstly, I think the experience is slightly different for someone moving into a home and the staff receiving them. That's not to say I don't agree that more can be done, and I will talk about that from a manager's point of view. But please, let me hear what your experiences are. We can maybe see if it's a few recurring problems or if it's a whole lot of different ones. Podcast at gmail.com Email and let me know. Admissions have been a mess for as long as I can remember. It's as if things go nice and smoothly up to a point and then it's a mad rush at the end. Our home's been lucky enough to have had mostly 100% occupancy since we opened four years ago. But we've we've never felt the need to rush an admission, as it could prove counterproductive. If someone felt thrown in at the deep end before they're properly prepared, it can cause unnecessary anxiety for them and their families. If we have a potential resident, we would invite them up to the home, let them see the place firsthand, and see their bedroom even. Sometimes they'll sit and have lunch, chat with other residents, and it's up to them if they think it's suitable. We also have to determine if we can meet their needs. That can become a problem if their assessment isn't up to date. Hospital discharges are even worse. They, they really do want them to get out as quickly as possible and there's nothing worse than someone coming into your home with a hospital gown on, all their belongings stuffed in a plastic bag. And don't get me wrong, It's not every time, but it is enough to merit a mention. So I'm keen to hear from you. What experience did you have when your loved one moved in? What could have made it better for them or for you? Carehomepodcast at gmail.com Let me know your thoughts. Generally, more needs to be done overall. That and a few other reasons are why they're looking at a national care service. I think it's a bad idea mostly because if they can't get social care right now, what makes them think a fancy new name's going to change anything? What do you think of the national care service? Carehomepodcast at gmail.com That's the email that I'm shamelessly going to repeat as often as necessary. 
Did you get involved in the consultation? It's been, it was out for a while. Um, I'm pretty sure I had a few responses for it. But what difference do you think it'll make, if any? Send me an email. I got another email last night and it was someone asking to remain anonymous. They were asking about current measures for homes closing when they have an outbreak, given that the rest of society don't need to isolate at all, even if they have tested positive. They mentioned the 14-day isolation, so first of all, that's now been reduced to five days minimum, which means that if a resident doesn't have any symptoms on day five and they can test negative on an LFT, then they can end the isolation. Secondly, it is still only guidance to be interpreted by each individual home. Some are still locking down fully, and I don't want to comment on that too much because I'm hoping that they have good reasons for it but I would urge all homes to communicate effectively with relatives and friends so that they can fully understand why it's happening. I think a lot of upset could have been avoided if they were upfront and transparent about the measures being taken. So I think that's enough for this week. If you want to pick up on anything I've spoken about or there's something else niggling away at you, email me on carehomepodcast at gmail.com and I'm also now on Twitter facebook and instagram as care home podcast so you can pop by and say hello if you want and if you're listening please give me a like or a review and share with your friends i'm brian murray and it's been a pleasure to bring you this week's care home podcast until next time bye for now